So to move on to the next question, uh, you know, last episode we were talking about uh, children, the difference between being at home, between being at school, and where they learn their behaviors and their and their actions from. You also kind of indirectly talked about helicopter parenting. So what about the, this this term that we hear a lot now, bullying, and in terms of how it's uh, being utilized by uh, you know schools and parents and things of that nature. And I think, but you know, bullying, no doubt about it, there is, that is a, con- a concern, and it could, it could happen at school. I did, we did an earlier segment on, you know, right. what is exactly bullying, right? And I don't want to go into that whole detail, but you know, one thing I, I especially in preschool, pre-K, I just want to focus on early childhood sure. today. Um, and in early childhood, like preschool, pre-K, kindergarten, first, second grade, you know, sometimes parents are like my child's getting bullied, and I get concerned about when people use that. Now I was like, because you don't want a kid like, hey, are you getting bullied? I think. You're getting bullied. And you, you don't want a kid at pre-K say, like, I think I'm getting bullied. Hmm. To, to a point that says, hey, this child might be, you know, and I remember once I was talking to a, a, a child. Um, I'm just going to throw out two names. Sure. It's, no, it's just like a sure. regular name, so it's no one's official. And I remember a parent goes, hey, Amina's feeling like, you know, Fatima doesn't want to play with her. And she hasn't played one or two. I feel like she's getting bullied. Now, no one could play with her. I was like, okay, let's talk to Amina. Hey, Amina. What happened? It's like, oh, you know, Fatima played with me on Monday and then Tuesday and Wednesday. She didn't want to play with me, and she's like, you can't play. I want to play with some other friends. I don't want to play with you today. And then on Thursday, then I'm like, okay, but then th- so on Monday she played with you, and Tuesday she didn't play with you. Wednesday and then Thursday, but the week before, have you played with her? Yes. So I told the parents, it's not bullying. It's called social dynamics. Mm. Child needs to know that you can't complete control the other child. That the child has to always play with you. That child needs to realize sometimes they want space and they want to play with others, and it's okay. Because the other child might feel like, oh my gosh, she just wants everything. I have. She's completely in control. Because what do you think of bullying? It's something like repeated acts right. where you're show, showing ag- aggressiveness or you're showing power over other, right? You know, where you're psychologically and physically consistently affecting them. Mm. One day, you just said, I'm not playing with you. Child needs to understand it's okay. They're going to play against you. You need to learn how to play with others. So that aspect of like idea of you know bullying and social dynamics is I, I really want to kind of pinpoint a little bit sure. here because I see a lot of times that oh oh my god no one played at the Metro Park I mean there are so much bullies no okay so if he's new like yeah I remember my child saying I'm like I need you guys to go and play because everyone's like well why don't we structure even I remember like parents like why don't we structure even recess like but, but I'm like sometimes you want kids everything is structured. If they don't know how to be like, hey, go and play, ask, or go through, hey, can I go next? Can I have that? That's how they're going to learn skills. Mm. You remind them, you tell them, then you let them go out there and do it. Just like in coaching. Coach tells you to play. And they can tell you where to go. After a while, you just have to go and do it. They can't be like, stop. <laughs> you know, hey, time out, referee. He, 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 didn't, he didn't move. The guy, <laughs> if he picked him right, he would have gotten through it, right? The play was set up this way. Like, it doesn't happen in life, right? Just like an interview. They tell you some set questions, they can throw a curveball. So I think it's so important for us to realize that, hey, look, in, in social dynamics, we have to give them opportunities to learn how to figure things out, critical solving. And honestly, start young, preschool, kindergarten, for, like no doubt about it. It's like, you know, you want to like, you know, like introduce them, like, hey, he wants to say hi to you. You can set, this, set the situation up. Or he didn't like the way you could set it up and let them express themselves. Because if you can learn, teach them how to express themselves, that will help out with later on when they have kids have issues or feelings. Because if you don't bottle it up and they're able to kind of express, that's going to be huge. Mm. So they're just kind of keeping that in mind. So I know I kind of took it away, but I just wanted to kind of focus sure. on just that social dynamics um, of with that bullying. Of, of, of I, I realize sometimes parents really have to understand. And then when you get to a girl, like, you know, fifth grade, middle school, high school, yeah, yeah. 
someone's being down upon or you know doing disrespect and, I, and that's when there's a concern or feel like they're you know isolated they're looking at them no doubt about it I, I really get worried like in early childhood when you start already putting that word in them then it's always like it's, it's a quick trump you know card. right right and they, they have that connection that this this word it's like a red light it stops yeah, everything everything and without I, even I understanding have, what it means exactly and then you kind of mm -hmm. have that and also it becomes like a crutch so let's let's okay one example that you gave let's summarize again which is really solid uh, preschool kindergarten they're in the playground maybe the issue is not they're not communicating right so he's not the kid boy or girl is not communicating yeah. hey can I have next yeah. or can I play they're just maybe yeah. st uh, staying off to the side and they go home and they complain and they say oh my uh, such and such didn't play with me yeah so that's one two what are some of the long-term effects so for example a kid who grows up you know, using this card, uh, using this word, mm -hmm. and gets their way. What are some things that we see later on in life by the time they are in high school or maybe even older? Ha have you read any studies about this? Uh, yes. So one of the key factors is that if you see kids at a young age, you know, zero to nine, the development of kid, the mind, and I believe the character, uh, you know, uh, in Arabic, akhlaq, the character, Starts building there. You know when you have kids who are out there for ah, like oh, he's just a boy, you let it be. If you don't have them have like learning how to cope, soothe themselves, understand. No, that some kids, yeah, don't doubt about their, their their behaviors. They outgrow some of it, but you still have to reinforce like this is not right. If you're just like oh, he'll figure it out. You see those same ch children later on have arguing, you know, anger issues. Can't you know? It's my way, the highway. Mm. No one likes me. You don't want to be my friend, or they use physical opportunities to get, by, you know, get what they want, or just kind of, you know, uh, r get other people to support them, and not kind of talk things through. And a lot of times, those effects that happens in marriage, right? They're like, oh my god, mm. like you know, this is not you know, the kids forget, like that's not your mom and dad who are going to be like, you know, they're going to still love you, you know, for the rest of their lives just because it's blood. To like, hey, even like siblings, you see, like, well, you know, they always let this kid, you know, like, everyone go. This happens a lot, especially in the. The Muslim country, if that boy, if it's the only boy, mm. sometimes in some ethnic groups, it'll be hot more than ever. They can never do wrong. They like, oh, no, that's my, you know, it's, it's a boy. Yeah. <laughs> At the day of judgment, mm. that boy is also going to be questioned too. It's mm. the same like the girl. You know, I always tell people, like, hey, do you understand, like, the same rule applies? Like, if, like you know, something like, you know, it was funny when people, like, in the swimming pool, like, oh, my God, you know, but there was boys and girls in that thing, so I told the girls not to. I'm like, yeah. My daddy also said the boys can't go. It's the same rule, <laughs> so mm. right? You know, like at the end, I'm like, I mean, that you can have it. If you're going to play the card, right? And saying, hey, you know, um, and in and, and the sense of, hey, you know, you also want to make sure we're not exposing them because at the end, we're gonna, your child is going to be asked the same way as your daughter is going to be asked too, right? So this idea of of character and and and, and uh, assessing and kind of talking through, and but if a child is now, boy is telling you stuff, then you want to listen to it too. You don't have to like, well, toughen up. So that's the other one. Kind of like do everything you want. Then like when the child's like, man, I'm going through a tough time. Like, hey, you have to give them the opportunity to communicate. But then at a certain time, they also have to build some resilience too. Mm -hmm. I'm like, well, oh my God. That, you know, like I, you know, at this practice, uh, you know, in our, like a kid, parent's trial for a team. There's 60. Oh, can you just put them on the team somehow? You know how mm -hmm. it's going to feel? Like, sister, there's, thir there's 60 kids. 13 made it. He didn't make it. And if he also, if you tell him that he hasn't put any skill at tribe, then you can't just force, you know, how are you going to mm. just have that? It's not like, you just can't guarantee, like, hey, you know, I just want to do my A in classes. Come on. It's a good kid. No doubt about it. But you also have to realize that you have to put effort. And then sometimes even, if you're not the greatest, 
But people recognize if you put effort and time and stuff, then have that. But if the child already knows, oh, I'm gonna, mom's always going to cover me, or dad's going to cover me, you're not helping them because they always know someone's going to ever, someone's going to fix it. And then this idea of like, well, and things won't come flat in their face because when they're preschool, ki kindergarten, things are always taken care of for them. That's why even like, in, uh, it's funny, in early childhood elementary, where parents, are like, you know, sometimes we're like, okay, we're going to let you put the, you know, let the kids put their bag in. Oh my God, but why aren't you, why, it was so heavy for them. I'm like, they're going to have to learn how to put things together. Because mm. I'll help you later on. When COVID hit, all the kids who were always taking care of assignment, now in fifth, sixth grade, they can't get on the line by themselves. Wow. They don't know how to help because they, they don't know how to do it. Like, oh my God, I have to do work. And they're like, oh, that's what you just did. You just have now, gave them a big clutch, uh, crutch where they can't do anything because you were always taking care for them. They cannot have an open computer. Oh my God, my mama does everything for me, right? I mean, that's why there's some, you know, habits of just kind of having, hey, you gotta do the dishes, you know, your bed. you know, do your bed. Like, you know, to be that, that's a teacher's accomplishment, right? You know, they always say, like, you know, I was always bad as a young kid about this, but just getting up, putting, you know, my wife's amazing about this, like putting, just taking care of that one thing. It's the first thing that you're accomplishing today. Hmm. Like, you know, I was like, hey, when you come up, I'm like, look, if you woke up, you did will do, you made your dua, you have them, you did or three, four, five amazing, Accomplishment because you can tell people like check, I moved up. That's what Goggins says, you know. David Goggins says like, the first thing to do is. But yeah, oh yeah, yeah, David Goggins. Yeah. Yeah. I mean the guy ultra. I mean the guys. It's it's a mind game, and we have to start developing our kids into minds. And Allah Subhanahu will test us, right? All of us, like our own kids. Everyone's got situations, and you're gonna figure out. And each one you're gonna have to manage differently. So some have to show the tough love. Sometimes you're gonna have to stop. But you want to do is, are you setting that child up? If you know he's already soft, you're going to have to start building some of it up. Because mm. you wait until 5th, 7th, 8th, 6th grade, worse. and it can get tough. Because mm. we realize that it is going to, When you're in middle school, your hormones are you know, going through, you're changing, image, what people think of you, physical. Oh my gosh, she said this, or he, or he thinks he's faster. Oh my God, I'm not, I'm not there. All these are going through. And if you don't know how for them to slowly build and help develop to kind of compartmentalize some of these things, it can eat them up. So um, it's, it's funny, as you were talking, I remembered so many stories popped into my head about like uh, people as they get older and they're talking about their like rough or tougher upbringing, but then they're appreciative of it, right? Absolutely. Like, you know, he was tough on me, but now I appreciate it. So it's interesting how, again, we don't want to go to another extreme wow. where we're like yeah. beating, beating the kids no, no, or yeah. depriving them of any yeah. pleasure, uh, you know, possible. But at the same time, that, that uh, instilling grit, perseverance in the kid from an early age you see that it pays dividends long-term. Most leaders, if you see presidents of the United States, to even if you see a lot of prophets, they had struggles and tragedy when they were young. Mm. Ibrahim Alayhi his father's like, man, I'm, I'll throw you in the fire. Wow. Prophet siblings passed away. Mm. Yusuf Alayhi his brothers trying to kill him. Mm. So there's challenges to have. That bill is grit. Like, you know? And sometimes like, even, I feel like because now we tell kids, like, you know, like, even uh, the idea of having them do service projects, like cleaning the thing, I'm like, oh my God, I'm like, no, oh, there might be some thing that could get scratched. Mm. Okay, try to, you know, do all the safety precautions, but they need to learn how to go help out others. Sure. You could just, now everyone just, I'm just, oh yeah, but I give a donation. But even just having them like, hey guys, I want you to find something and read up about them, why we should give to the, in Ramadan to this specific thing, right? You know, mm. have that. That's one. But I'm like, but I think I need you to go and maybe go give food out, you know, Go to a specific, I saw like a family just go to Chicago care and they brought their daughters to like, okay, maybe some things maybe won't go all out in the open in some areas, might be serious. Okay, you can still get all the boxes ready in the car and pass it out just to ex expose them to see what's going on, right? I think the most humbling experience for me was when my parents went back home. You know, when they sent me back home at 14, India, Pakistan, 
where the water, you know, you know, hot water, can't drink the water, then you have to refrigerate the water, but the electricity goes out, so you can't drink the water, the mosquito is biting you, your food is awesome, but it gives you stomach issues, you go to the bathroom, the bathroom's like a hole in the wall with the geckos, the chippies up there, the spiders, then you gotta worry about the gin inside there, and you're reading the wall. I'm like, I hated the thing. Then for one whole week, I went to, they sent me to the, like the village village, mm. where I got picked up in a buffalo cart. Mm. And when we went, there was lanterns. And the bathroom, they said, for Mark, we can't go. It's outside. They're like, hey, there's snakes and stuff. So wow. the best you can. Like, you have to hold it. I'm like, what? I've got to hold it. Wow. So I remember one time I had to go, and the guy had to, like, you know, like, he himself was like, man, mom, this American kid, we got to do this for this guy. Right? It was like, ridiculous. You know? And I hated it. But then, man, when I got back, I was like, now I know the appreciation for what I have, why my parents were saying we have to give to others, family, community. Wow. It's, not, it's not about you, right? And then you help God's creation, Allah will help you. You know? And I think, I think those, uh, uh, are really important for our kids to really see, you know, struggle feel, you know. It's, it's interesting because you mentioned the example of, uh, so there's a, a scholar that was here like 10, 12 years ago, and he was talking about charity. Hmm. And he says our problem, this is again 12, 13 years ago, is that we're giving the money, but we're not connected to those who are receiving it. So we can just give it electronically, but there's a benefit of giving it on the ground, seeing the reality of the people. And then uh, Eddie from the Dean Show, he did an interview very recently, and the brother was talking about going to Africa, right, for philanthropic work. Hmm. And he was just talking about how, you know, we think we know poverty and we see images, but he says, until you get on the ground, he said, for example, one example was, he was coming out of a restaurant, they just landed, coming out of a restaurant, they had a bottle of water, and he had maybe like that much water left, right? So he says, somebody approached him and he thought, okay, maybe the guy's gonna ask for money. Yeah. He said, can I just have like, uh, whatever water you have left, hmm. right? And then they were talking about some of these individuals, they have to walk miles just to get water. Yeah. And when they get the water, and he added the pictures into the show, he actually took pictures. It's not like the water we're accustomed to. Yeah, it's brown tainted, dark brown tainted, you know, hints of maybe sediment or whatever in it. Yeah. And he's just talking about the, you know, the, the, how large the poverty is over there and how even small, significant, what we may consider insignificant amounts of money go a long way, but I think there's definitely a benefit. And I have a similar story with India. I went there when I was f uh, 14 as well, and yeah. it opens your eyes. It opens your eyes when you see, like, uh, that, that, that's, that could have been very easily me, right? Exactly. Because you still have blood that's over there. That's right. But you're just the lucky guy who got to come over here because one person made a decision <laughs> to so come true. over here. And it's there. And then when you start seeing it, you see kids the same age running barefoot everywhere. Mm. And I'm like, man, my shoes, mom, I got scraped with all the dirt. Oh, my God, there's poo of it. <laughs> and just like, and it becomes, and that's when you start realizing, all right, you know what, I have this opportunity, right? And then how do I maximize it? How do I, and I think we have to do that. And that's why I think when we don't give individuals to have some form of challenges, you, you, you know, you're covering them. And then when some reality hits, mm. like you just get punched so hard, you maybe never come back. They're crushed. And that's why we don't want to happen, right? You want to get jabs. Right? Mm -hmm. You're bobbing and weaving, jab, mm -hmm. jab, jab. You give some strikes, but you're fighting back against those challenges mm -hmm. and struggles, and you keep throwing. And one day, you know, you, you hopefully win. And, and, and for us, winning in life is, you know, having a, you know, a safe, you know, a productive life of, 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 of giving, supporting, and making life easy for them. But for us, it's also, there's a hereafter, right? And so, so like, you know, I, you know, so knowing those, those struggles are also bank account benefits for us in the hereafter, mm -hmm. right? And it change that thought process and then like okay you know a kid went through it let's have it and then we need to help those developments a lot of the parenting what we do at a young age is so huge 
and it keeps going, right? And you'll see a lot of us, and we all have to be honest with ourselves, we all know our weaknesses and where it comes from. Mm. Sometimes it's something that parents told us and we still didn't listen. Mm. Sometimes maybe it's a bad habit that we did follow them that we shouldn't have followed them. You know, so somehow.